always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Is that a Christmas joke? For me? No. No. So isn't it time you unwrapped your present? Oh, I think so. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss and rejoice in the James Bond phenomena in all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to the films, and everything in between. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Very well played there, Matthew. And it's a special episode. It's a debriefing of sorts, but of a different variety. It's a multifaceted debriefing. Holiday? It is. It's a holiday debriefing. Uh, We're recording this on Saturday, December the 8th, 2018. Christmas is just around the corner. It's pretty freaking cold outside right now in Montreal. It's terribly cold. Uh, I had to break out the, uh, uh, I called it my uh, anti-cold armor because it's so thick and warm inside. I have another coat I use until this morning. And I got to bring out my uh, my Doctor No uh, anti nuclear active uh, anti nuclear <laughs> contamination suit. You mean uh, the pink one? <laughs> no, the translucent one. Oh, the trans- <laughs> transparent one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, as we like to say at the end of every episode, we have people everywhere. <laughs> well, hey, that's my line. <laughs> we have people everywhere. Well, the proof is now in the pudding. Uh, we had a little bit of fun to celebrate. Uh, the James Bond fan community to celebrate Christmas, to celebrate New Year's. Uh, we sent out an invitation to uh, uh, podcast blogs, uh, what have you, websites. Fellow uh, podcast YouTuber agents. Yeah, fellow, all those other agents out in the field that may have, they have HQs elsewhere, but ultimately we're all double O's. <laughs> <laughs> off the seat of my pants um, so essentially what we did we, we uh, threw out a, a trio uh, of questions and uh, we wanted to know from our, our friends out there on the interwebs a few things that are Bond related and also Christmas and New Year's related we wanted to know what would you like to find under the Christmas tree uh, on the morning of the 25th uh, what are your hopes for the World of Bond, the brand, the Bond brand in 2019. So sort of a New Year's question. And of course, the, the obvious question on everyone's lips, what, what do you want to see in Bond 25? Uh, and we, we got responses to my surprise, <laughs> considering that we're not that popular. We actually got some responses, and we're going to play those um, for you listeners. Uh, we want to thank, of course, the people that did Sit in those responses, not not knowing if we might get any more between now and the day we launch. I don't want to start saying I don't want to start thanking individual people and then like <laughs> I miss someone. So I will simply say thank you to those that participated and and whether you did or did not, it was really appreciated. Yeah. I had a good time listening to the ones we had so far, yeah. and if we get more, then all more the better. The ma- more the, the merrier, as they say. And speaking of merry, merry Christmas and happy New Year and happy holidays. If that's yeah. too offensive for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it's it's 2018. You can't possibly know what's offensive or not anymore. Yeah, no, everything. <laughs> um, but we figured maybe before we start playing the the MP3 recordings we received uh, graciously, uh, 
maybe answer those questions ourselves. So what, 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 the, the first question was... Uh, what do you want for Christmas, essentially, that's, that's as a Bond fan? That's 0017. Exactly. Uh, personally, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't need a new tuxedo. I don't need, well, don't need or want an Aston Martin. We right already now. have our, our provider of clothing. The clothing, yeah. <laughs> our secret sponsor. Yeah, we should eventually try and get them as a sponsor. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm a guy with simple taste. You know, the thing I've been eyeing, you know, m my quick answer, probably uh, a book um, forever in a day I still don't have. Um, I can lend it to you. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll get my own copy. But the thing I've looked at, I'm like, I'm, I should get it, is the Q mug from Skyfall, the Scrabble Q mug. It's about $23, dollars $23, $23 mm. on Amazon.ca. I'm like, ah, that's kind of cool. So, mm. um, that's something I wouldn't mind getting for Christmas, actually. For the caffeine, uh, the, for the caffeine uh, needy out there, go get the Q, uh, the Q Lab uh, mug. Yeah, that's very cool. And you? Me, I was trying to think about that. That's actually, I, I actually thought that was the most difficult question of, of the three because. No, I could I could say the Q mug. I could say you know I still have I still haven't bought the uh, 007 Diaries, which I've been wanting to buy for oh, the longest time. I forgot about that. Good point. Yeah, I still haven't bought it. Does the book you bought a while ago, Shaken Something Something? Yeah. Um, looks like a good book, you know. But you know, I figured if if I would um, uh, maybe as a subtle nod to to one of our listeners apparently you know i would what i want for christmas is a bond experience uh hold on a second <laughs> hold on there tiger don't get any ideas <laughs> what i mean by that is um I, I i you know what my fantasy is my james bond christmas fantasy is well i, mean, I could name a few things but uh, um, spend an evening with dennis richards circa 1999 oh, among many other things <laughs> Um, no, it would be to have like a, a, a one thousand or do like a two or three thousand uh, dollar gift card for like Moors or something like that, and and spend the day with someone that I mean, when I put my mind to it and a bit of backbone into it, I can find myself pretty decent clothing, but. I don't know everything. I don't know all the styles. I might not always be accurate in what what colors look good on me. What 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 fits me and so what on a, and so forth. What a stylist. Exactly, like, like a an actual really nasty, stylist. badass, multi thousand dollar gift certificate to Moore's or something like that, and spend like three hours with this person and just like make me look like James Bond. <laughs> I love Moore's. My fantasy. Double O Christmas gift would be like a sort of James Bond yeah. experience, we rather than just like a product. We as a sponsor because yeah, I shop there also all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I walk in there every now and then, and then I'm like, ah, you know what? But there's that other place where that served me well so far. But one of these days, I gotta. Anyway, so that would be sort of my it's my good, good fantasy. Choice. Yeah. Uh, the next question was, what uh, are you? What are your hopes for the the, the Bond brand and the universe of Double O Seven in 2019? Hmm, that's a odd question. Like, I, I know we came up with the, those questions. Well, you figured Christmas, New Year's, and Bond 25, do the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't remember my initial idea, but I mean, I, I, you know, I think there are, there's uh, not that many Bond product out there that are, that, that's... <laughs> Yeah, my point. That's the only affordable. <laughs> yeah, that's affordable. Mean. Twenty dollars, like, and it's it, it, like make it, 
when you go on the 007 store, everything is mm. so overpriced. It's also in British pounds. Yeah, I know. I mean, the doormat that I I, mm. I, I, I bought it for, of, of a seller on eBay because I didn't want to pay $40 for shipping. It, it was ridiculous. So, I mean, either get a store that ships uh, cheaper in the States or America or, or licensed products that uh, are uh, affordable. I, you know, my dream is... Uh, of, of the non-Funko Pop vinyl variety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, brought, you know, if you're going to bring Bond to uh, sort of a... It's, I know technically Funko Pops aren't toys, but, you know, to me, they, they are like toys. You know, get Todd McFarlane. He still, he still makes action figures. Get get a good line of six-inch James Bond action figures. They haven't made Bond. They mm. haven't made much Bond stuff. Mm. Get the kids involved, basically. Get the, or the, the get, collector. Get the, but, you mm. know, they, they have those uh, dolls. But, I mean, I'm like, you know, they're oh, too the tall. the big cheap things. They're or too tall, they're and they're, they're, over, they're <laughs> overpriced. And I've not, seen the not videos. Not overpriced, but it's, it's, it's not something mm. I crave. Yeah. yeah. Either either do a six inch Todd McFarlane. We do those retro action figures. They look like nineteen eighties action figures, very square <laughs> looking. I could, I could take that. Mm-hmm. I, I would actually love uh, a series like that, or a lot more Legos. Actually, I haven't bought the Aston Martin, but I've been no, thinking about it. But really, you said you know what the Aston Martin to me is like that. Uh, what was that thing that came out around this time last year? It's like buy a box and get surprises inside. There was a James Bond one. Oh, uh, the A box. That just like completely erased from once i made the decision like nah i don't think i'm buying that i just completely forgot it the minute you said the lego aston martin my brain was like right that came out (laughs) actually the a box i think is still being sold on the 007 store you know that's the thing more more product uh and you know find somebody to do a decent video game either mobile or console but a new video game and not a GoldenEye clone again. Another, yeah, another GoldenEye clone. No, uh, seriously, the last decent Bond game I've played was probably from Russia with Love. Yeah, that's a good one. Everything on nothing and, and from like that one, the two punch, the, the one two punch, boom, those, those are great games. And that's the last time I enjoyed the James Bond video game. That's been like that, that's been over Don't 10 take years. It a go. Yeah. So like that. that, that, honestly, my wish, uh, my main wish would be a new licensee for video games. Nice. And I'm nice. not even a game person. but No, I'm neither am I. Something decent for mobile, because uh, I prefer mobile gaming. A uh, side-scroller, kind of like the Genesis, James Bond game, something like that. I actually, you know, they should, they should um, uh, the Tiny Tower. I remember, I know that's a thing, because a few years ago, before they, like, canceled it, there was a Star Wars version. It was a lot of fun. They should do, like, a Jane, like, a Crab King, which would be, like, a... A restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, your bank would be like Orc Enterprises and stuff. Sure. <laughs> and so, what? What would you? What do you want for the next year? Uh, what I want for the next year, I guess, uh, f- maybe a little bit further to your point. Although it's less of a product, I I want. Uh, I look back to the year that was 2018. And one of the most uh, interesting and certainly revealing experiences for myself uh, was our time at Comic-Con. And I, I was thinking about that. In, in answering this question, I was thinking like, yeah, Comic-Con. Like, wouldn't it be nice 
if the the interactiveness, if that's a word, among between the Bond brand and the, the fan community, which is global, mm-hmm. was a little bit more. I don't know, open's not the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, not d- democratic. I hate that word when you're talking about pop culture. Uh, but was more present with the Monsieur, Madame, Tout le Monde sort of like go to Comic Con. Like, why is it just like Bond stars for like one day in September? Where like, well, if you're not in England, sorry. You mean the, you know? the Bond brand um, reaching out to yes, other pop exactly. culture venues like Montreal like Comic Con, like a Comic Con, for or, example. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, they sort of did that with Casino Royale in concert. And that was fun. You know, it was somewhat affordable. You know, it wasn't. We didn't we didn't cost an arm and a leg. It's still a concert, but still, like that's feasible. Something along those lines. More participation at a comic con or comic cons, uh, or or heck, Bond stars do it elsewhere. Don't just do it at Pinewood. You know, I know it's classic, it's tradition. Which you know, we don't we don't have to open the will they sell or won't they debate. But it's sort of along those lines. It's like yes, I get it. It's traditional. You don't have to follow to don't feel obligated to follow tradition do it elsewhere do it in north america do it in china do it do it at, uh, in, in, in africa uh, south africa you know no. do do be different you know they did um, about a, a bit over a decade ago they did bond something bond stars related in quebec city you're gonna, you're gonna cry when i tell you who was there if you google it you can still find articles on it it's about 2005 2006 And they had Richard Keel. They had, nice. uh, I think they had Britt Eklund. I'm not entirely certain. I think they, had, they might have a few of Bond girls. And they had Roger Moore. Oh, really? Oh, and man. Huh? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Because apparently uh, some of Bond... Uh, uh, Ari Saltzman is from, uh, from uh, Quebec. Uh, He's from uh, Sherbrooke, if I'm correct. And some of his family still lives in Quebec okay. now. Okay. I think one of uh, one of his daughters has a home near Quebec City, okay. and I think that's how they were able to at the time get uh, all those stars. Interesting. Uh, so I mean, I, back then I, I I so wanted to go. I thought I'd have the chance to mm. meet Roger Moore later on in life, and I didn't. Mm. It's just one of those things where, like, you want to keep the Britishness of the of the brand that's that's a humongous part of what what makes the brand what it is but i find sometimes the the decision makers behind the brand are like no let's keep it british 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 like let's not do anything else <laughs> i'm like well why it's, you know it's odd uh, it's really odd i honestly i, it's I not, understand it's not you... like they don't make money off of us around the freaking globe you know <laughs> Uh, what's the question number three? Oh, Bond 25. It's almost as though you didn't come up with the questions. <laughs> I did, didn't, didn't completely. Hey, didn't you come up with these questions? I don't remember. I think I came up with the idea. I think I, I, I sort of have the uh, notion of what the questions would be. But oh, as okay. always, when it comes right. to writing, uh, I, I write like a mentally challenged I could have person. sworn you came up with all three questions. Uh, I swear to God, I thought you came I, I think I think I had, but you put them, you, you wrote that down. I said... Mm. You know, I say plenty of stuff out loud, but I, uh, right. if I don't write it, I don't remember. So Bond 25, which is about fifth, no, 14 year months. And about two months away. 14 months. Yeah. 14 months. It's going to go by quickly. It's time to buy those tickets. Yeah. Now. 
well, I, what do I want for Bond 25? I want the things. I want the James Bond complex to be in London on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's possible. No, oh, it's more than possible. It's doable. It's, doable. We got we got 14 months to plan the damn thing. I'm it's pretty a, sure we can make it. No, but it's just. Like currently, at my current workplace, I couldn't. I can't take time off uh, during the winter. But as you know, I'm, I finished my cl- class, so I'm going to be on mm. for a new uh, job work opportunities. I'm uh, uh, confident that I should have by then uh, something else, something more in my field, cool. and that allows me the flexibility of going on a trip to London. Nice. Uh, but that's very possible. But I mean, as for the film itself. Yeah. Uh, I would say try and, f- you know, I don't want to say fix this from uh, that I don't like from from I don't I don't want to say fix the fix this problem that I had with the previous movie or fix that. You know, if I I, I want a decent underwater sequence, mm. we haven't had those in a while. I feel mm. I think since tomorrow never. There's one in Casino Wild, but you know what I mean, like. There's needs, there needs to be a, a sub somewhere. Um, Harpoon guns, ideally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that action-wise. Uh, b- Casting-wise, I would... You know, there's been rumor of um, the guy who plays Freddie Mercury uh, as a Bond villain. Oh, uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. And to me, that's always a bad idea, especially when you're, you're it's the last Bond movie that your actor is doing. Put him against an actor that's much younger than the uh, your actor mm. playing James Bond. That's not a good idea. That's oh, it always looks bad. <laughs> so uh, cast somebody who's about you know, cast Idrissel as, as the next Bond villain. Mm, that'd be somebody something. that's age appropriate. That heck could, of a uh, matchup. Yeah, both a physical and intellectual force to be reckoned with. Or The Rock as a Bond villain. <laughs> that's my something. Bond girl, I mean, yeah, it, it, always an unknown. I, I, I feel like a, like a good. Un- well, that's not happening. Huh? That's not happening. Well, but she, well, <laughs> if Leia comes back, I don't think she's gonna uh, be on screen for a long time. So, um, whoever they cast, I hope it's an unknown. But it could probably be not. And and I mean, location. I'd love them to shoot in Canada, not necessarily in Montreal. I'd love them to shoot, you know, where I'd love them to shoot Jamaica. They haven't been to Jamaica mm. since, hell, the 70s? No, the 80s. They they went there for uh, Never Seen Ever Again. Hmm. So those are basic things that I okay. want. I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not expecting to get all of them uh, in the next film. But that's, those, those are things I'd love yeah. to see come back. That's because I do like the Wonder Water idea. I do like that one quite a bit. I love yeah. underwater sequences yeah. when they're well, they're not too long, but well uh, edited. They can yeah. be. Well, that's why Thunderball is the best film. So, <laughs> so okay. what are your hopes for Bond Twenty Five? Uh, mine, uh, well, one of the things that I had come up with, it's looking less and less likely, which is an, an independent mission, like an independent plot. Uh, not and, and again a little bit like you. I'm I'm not I don't I'm not I'm not of the school of thought where I need Bond twenty five to fix this and fix that. No, just an independent like Skyfall was at the time 
independent of Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Like, I, I had no problem with that. I wasn't like, oh, shoot, Quantum's not the villain. I'm like, oh, no, this bad guy looks awesome. Let's let's go with this. Um, so I, 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 I guess I'm still hoping for that, although what uh, the director has somewhat revealed, like, that's that's not what's going to be happening. Um, but it's still on the wish list. I speaking of independent, uh, I think I want everything about this movie to be independent. Uh, make it a make it a twenty million dollar movie. Now, um, a pre an independent pre title sequence. Just make something cool and fun, and yeah, then maybe. and then the plot starts after the. I don't know why, but I like it when they do that, and they haven't done it in a long time. Um, and or and the the the, the and Spectre. In the pre-title, sort of. Yeah, you, you know, you know, Blofeld's dead, Madeline Swan's dead, so everything's taken care of, and Bond on a mission, or maybe not that, but you know what, you know what I mean. I mean, that that plot line mm. is gone, and it's Bond. You know, by the end of Bond Twenty Five, they need to have everything cleared so that they can eventually bring somebody else that won't have the, this baggage of those uh, all those uh, five movies. Mm. I think Carrie Fukunaga is probably the guy for that job, though. He doesn't—he doesn't strike me from what I've seen, what little I've seen of his work, and from what I've—I've I've heard of him in interviews. He doesn't sound like the type of writer director that's going to like be a company man and say like, "Okay, I'll just make this one episode, which will be part of a larger." Guard. I have a feeling they had conversations with this guy, and he brought certain ideas to the table. It's like. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll touch on a few of that Casino Royale, Skyfall, Spectre stuff, but you know we're gonna make my movie here. But I think the, I mean, I, I think also the producer want to like clear the air and this interpretation of Bond. And I think yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't I haven't seen yet the, the his Netflix show, but I mean in in, in every interview he does, I I I think he sounds. Adequate, reasonable, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so far, uh, and the few scenes I've seen of his uh, um, Netflix show, I liked, and I heard only good things about this directing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not. Um, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was one more thing before I forget. It was I was thinking about locations, oh. and uh, yeah, they hadn't been to what was it? I think Vietnam last appeared in Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Uh, Vietnam, and 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 maybe not necessarily Saigon or anything like that, but um, I have I have a, an, old, an old friend of mine, an old childhood friend. He doesn't live in in this neck of the woods anymore, uh, but he's he's married to um, he's married to a, a Vietnamese uh, girl, a French Vietnamese, and I've seen you know tons of their pictures. You know when they went on trips back. You know when she wanted to visit the family and friends and this and that, so they go back to Viet uh, Vietnam. And uh, man, some of those places look awesome in Vietnam. Like uh, outside the cities, a Bond villain lair hiding out there somewhere in the jungles of Vietnam. That would be really awesome, I think. And I was also thinking of the Philippines. Like, I'm shocked. There's so many little islands that make up that country. I'm surprised I've never thought of going to the Philippines. There must be tons of places there. Tons of these little islands. You know what else? That's. I'm just gonna bring this thing. One last thing up. Uh, Decent villain lair because I I feel like we haven't had a decent mm. like majestic super lair since yeah. 1995 in Golden Knight. I f that feel like that's the last good one. Carver's sub. Uh, it's more like a vehicle. 
Mm. Oh, you know, it is. A, yeah, but it's. But like, uh, yeah, but I. Th- I feel it's not majestic, though. It's not majestic, like the the satellite dish. That like wow, and when it comes out from the water, something mm. like that. Yeah. That. Well, along those lines, uh, make it a simple plot. The bad guy is holding the world for ransom with dirty bombs. Great, stop him. <laughs> stop him, bomb. I don't care about. I'm not a plot guy. Just tell me what does he have to do. Okay, he needs to retrieve the nuclear subs. Let's have fun with how he's going to retrieve the nuclear subs. That's that, that's what I like, you know. And also, no more child trauma, no more angsty James Bond that mm. feels like he's on the verge of cutting his own wrists. I mean, like, we're about to discuss the man with the golden gun, and that's th- th- that's the thing I appreciate the most about Roger Moore's portrayal of James Bond. He's just a hero he's not <laughs> angsty like he has a sense of right and wrong about him it's a little bit eh, mm. it fluctuates yeah but uh, like deep down he's always gonna like and he's not complicated he's simple he does his job when he sees some atrocities he's gonna his interaction with max zorin in the um, in a view to a kill especially like when max zorin's all proud of himself and his his scheme roger's like eh you kind of suck. <laughs> so I'm done. I don't know why I'm, how about you. No, I think we're good. And we've been hogging the mic for a while. For an episode that's supposed to shine a little bit of light on our on our listeners and our friends, we should maybe get to them. Yes. Uh, so, allons-y, les amis. This is David Lee from the James Bond Dossier. And I'd like to say hi to listeners of the James Bond Complex and a big thank you to Matt and Edgar for inviting me on to share my thoughts and I've been um, asked my opinion of uh, three different questions and I will get into those right now. The first one is, as a Bond fan, what Christmas present will I love to find under the Christmas tree or elsewhere on the morning of the 25th? Well, for me, the best presents are always surprise gifts where I haven't actually asked for it and I I didn't even know that I wanted it, but somebody knows me enough and has put some thought into buying something that just uh, delights me. So uh, that's not particularly a good answer uh, from the point of view of a Bond fan, but um, I was thinking about it and... I live in the hills, basically in the middle of nowhere, and if you go out uh, for a walk here, you're more likely to meet a wild boar than you are a person. Uh, The post office is along 10 kilometres of dirt road, and so I I thought the ideal Christmas present uh, for me for this year would be one of the Land Rovers uh, from Spectre, so uh, if my wife is listening. That's what I want. I've got far too much junk just gathering dust. Uh, I've got clothes that I don't wear. Um, I'm not keen on 007 logoed merchandise. So a, a great Christmas present for me would just be that they start the new film as is currently planned. Uh, it's probably a terrible answer and a cop out, but uh, there you go. Okay, and second question is, what are your hopes for the world of Bond in 2019? Well, 
there's something in the pipeline that I can't talk about at the moment which I know is supposed to be happening and by the time this goes live it'll probably have been announced uh, and I'll, I'll see if I can get to the UK uh, for that depends on on timing uh, and like all these things I haven't actually been to the UK since the Spectre premiere I think apart from that uh, I'd love it if Ian Fleming publications announce a new book I want Bond 25 to get going to its new schedule and on a, probably a different note is that there are rumours that Eon Productions wants to sell the film franchise and uh, I think it's pretty likely to, to go to television if that happens. Amazon, Netflix, Apple, um, you know, if you've seen The Man in the High Castle you know how good uh, Amazon can be. They're all probably good options and I think they can do a great job uh, with multi-part adaptations of the, of the books. And finally, what are your wishes for Bond 25? Well, um, first of all, I hope there's a really solid story. I think that's likely to happen, actually, and I'm hoping it's not too, not too outlandish. Uh, I want David Arnold back for the music. He did a great job on Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. I missed him in Skyfall and Spectre. So uh, I, I would really like him to be back on board. As for locations, I'd really like Barcelona, which the um, tube train crash in in Skyfall was originally written uh, to be in Barcelona. So uh, maybe that's something they could think about revisiting, if not Barcelona, uh, which is about nine hours drive away for me, uh, Girona, which is about half an hour. Um, the I think season six of Game of Thrones was partially uh, shot there, so uh, they're used to filming. And uh, if they use either of those locations, I will try and get on screen as an extra. Um, we'll see. The other thing is, I don't want them to overdo M, Q, Money, Penny, Tanner, or any other character. Um, all these people should be on screen for a couple of minutes and then basically put in storage until Bond 26. And yeah, finally, I would like a good car chase. We were promised one for Spectre, but they didn't really deliver. And uh, so Bond 25, good car chase. Yes, please. Okay, that is it. And um, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas and a very prosperous 2019. And I will see you on the other side. Merry Christmas, 007. Hello, Edgar and Mathieu from the James Bond Complex. This is Don Zuiderman calling from the Netherlands. What an excellent idea you had to make a special Christmas episode. And I'm so thankful for the invitation to send in some of my answers to the questions that you had. Um, the first question that you had was what I would love to find under the Christmas tree on the morning of the 25th. 
Now, this should not be a big problem because I'm a huge collector of uh, everything James Bond, but in December, we also in the Netherlands have the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is on the 5th. And it also happens to be the month in which I have my birthday. So I am already quite spoiled this year with uh, t-shirts and books and even got a puzzle of James Bond with all the movie posters, which is really quite nice. But as a collector, there's always a list and I still have plenty of wishes. And I think on top of that list right now is actually Sid Kane's biography. This is a book that is not that easy to come by, but there are a few hardcover editions out there. And uh, I'm actually really looking forward to what Sid Kane has to say on his time uh, on the Bond movies. And I believe he started with uh, Dr. No, but he is obviously most well known for his work on Majesties. Well, anyway, that's, that's uh, like um, a big, big wish. Um, your second question was, uh, what are my hopes for the world of Bond in 2019? Well, there are a few. First of all, I'd love some more news on Bond 25, and we should get that when they start filming. So I'd like to know what the cast will look like, the crew, some behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, things like that. Um, all in the build-up to uh, 2020, when it will finally premiere. Uh, secondly, I'd love to get some more comics. I think Dynamite is doing a bang-up job with their uh, comic books. Um, and what I would really like, if they're listening, is a follow-up to the Felix Leiter story. I think that's one of the, their best. Also, I would love the graphic novel of Live and Let Die um, as a continuation of that series, which they started with Casino Royale. And where are the one-shots? I really like the one-shots. The, the tight, short stories, those are excellent. So, Dynamite, get on it. Uh, thirdly, I would love a new Lego set. Now that we have the, the Aston Martin DB5, I would like a follow-up with the Lotus, perhaps, or even the Volcano from You Only Live Twice, with uh, plenty of minifigures, obviously. Fourthly, I'd love an announcement on a new continuation novel, perhaps even a third by Anthony Horowitz, or it could be a whole new author, I don't know. And lastly, um, I'd love another extended soundtrack from La La Land Records after their excellent records of Die Another Day and The World Is Not Enough. So that brings me to my third and final question. What are my wishes for Bond 25? Mostly, I really hope that they just let Kerry Fukunaga do his magic and don't get in the way too much. His work is brilliant so far. I love his new series Maniac that he did for Netflix and all the other stuff he did so far. He is really a great storyteller and he has plenty of visual tricks up his sleeve. So I'm very curious to see what he does with Bond. Obviously, I want it to be a good conclusion to Daniel's tenure and I, I, it would be nice if they could round up his, um, his story arc. And then lastly, please let it pave the way for a brand new actor to take over the role in Bond 26. And don't make us wait another five years. Come on, you can do better than that. And that's pretty much it, actually. I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas and all the best in 2019. Au revoir et à la
Hello, Matthew and Edgar. This is David Zeritsky from The Bond Experience. I hope you're doing well. Just wanted to send a Christmas and holiday message. Um, maybe you're doing this at New Year's Eve, but I just wanted to wish everybody happy, happy, safe holidays, including yourself. Been really enjoying the James Bond complex and all the, the content that you create. Love it. Love it when Bond fans come together to create community. Uh, you asked some really great questions. I mean, as James Bond fans, what Christmas present would you love to find under the Christmas tree on the morning of the 25th? For me, I'm all about simplicity. Um, I don't need anything grandiose. Um, like many of us, I, I tend to get things for myself throughout the year. So um, something from the family that's a little bit more from the heart, if you will, um, maybe not a macaroni necklace or a uh, a clay ashtray. My, my kids are a bit too old for that, but something that's a little bit more connected that says, Hey, I know you, I thought of you. I also love the unusual bond gifts, you know, uh, James Bond bath soap, um, you know, a sleeping, sleeping mask, who knows? Um, but some unique James Bond gift that I didn't even know existed would be really fun. That would kind of take me by surprise. The other question you had is, what are your hopes for the world of Bond in 2019? I mean, obviously, like everybody, I, I want more Bond 25 news. I want it regularly. But there's two things I, I have a wish list for. First of all, I would love more behind the scenes um, as the filming begins. So letting the fans get behind the scenes regularly, not just those one minute making ofs that are highly polished and stylized, but things that are a little bit more authentic. You know, the trials and tribulations, the, the behind the scenes, what are the actors feeling? What, how are they engaging? Uh, taking us into that without giving us too many spoilers, I know is an art, but it's, it's one that I just love being painted over time. But the other thing for, for Bond in 2019 is exactly what you're doing. It's more Bond fans bringing the community together, making our world a little bit smaller. I'd love to get to know other influencers, other people that create these, these moments, these Bond discussions to let other people know that we're not alone. Um, this is not odd. It's not strange. And, and we hold a lot of influence because we're flocking together. I mean, I call it a community, not in a very light way, but in a very specific way, because truly we are creating a community. So more community events, more community discussions, more of the James Bond complex. And then what are your wishes for Bond 25? So speaking from a plot point, I want us to go back to basics. And I know it's almost cliche to say that, but I really do. I want an old fashioned mission. I want more double O's. I want, you know, the, the, I want the movie to focus on bond, but not in his angsty family life, but you know, he's on a mission and tons of mountains and obstacles are being thrown and he is showing himself to be a capable individual time and time again, whether it's talking about food or, or getting out of a, you know, an impossible action situation to connecting with uh, those of the fairer sex. I want to see that. So it's, it's, it's a revival of sorts. I think we kind of wandered a bit away from it, but I think we can get it back. I think Daniel Craig's the right one to do it. I want to see him go out on a high note like everybody else. All right. I'm going to give, <laughs> I'm going to give your podcast back to you, but uh, thanks for letting me have a forum in your world and uh, look forward to hopefully meeting you guys all in person one day. This has been David Zeritsky for the Bond Experience, and I'll see you real soon. Take care. Happy holidays. <laughs> 
Hi guys, this is Hayden Gribble here from Podcasters Royale, the James Bond 007 show. Thank you very much uh, for inviting me just to give my thoughts on Bond in 2019. So as I currently record, we are just about to embark on our last retrospective, uh, which is Skyfall. Then we'll have a rundown of the best, in our opinion, Bond films from 24 down to 1. I'm not giving away any clues as to what falls where, but I think you can all safely say that we are not big fans of Die Another Day. Anyway, so as James Bond fans, uh, what Christmas present would I like to find under the Christmas tree on the 25th? Um, Oh, that's a really good question. I suppose I would like a couple more volumes of the Daily Express compilations from the comic strips in the 1950s and 1960s that would be quite nice Uh, read the first couple um, but I'd like to get a little more of my collection together in that respect either that or I suppose a full length live and let die poster (laughs) to hang up in my man cave which is actually where I'm currently recording uh, from (laughs) Um, my hopes for the world of Bond in 2019 suppose for Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson to get a bloody move on with Bond 25, uh, which leads me on to uh, the answer for your next question, which was, what are my wishes for Bond 25? Well, having just watched Skyfall again, I'd have to say it took me back to when I watched it in 2012 and thought, here's a brand new fresh start. We're going to have brand new adventures. It isn't going to be linked anymore to uh, anything which we've sort of had before or since, uh, sorry, that we've had before, rather. Um, Then, of course, Spectre came along, and, of course, now everything's linked to uh, Bond, unfortunately. Blofeld can't just be a sadistic maniac. He now has to be a sadistic maniac who is related to Bond. Oh, great. I know Leah Seydoux's coming back, and I suppose that does make sense, but what I really want from Bond 25 is, I suppose, a fresh take on Bond going after Blofeld. Sort of what we should have had in Diamonds Are Forever after Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Which, of course, means that, I suppose, in my head, I'd like Leah Sadu to be bumped off. Madeline Swan to die some point in the film. But, you know, I suppose... What was, was I saying about sadistic maniacs? Oh, dear. No, it's... Uh, I, I, I would like to... I'd like to really see Bond on a proper, good, solid revenge story after Blofeld. And then after that, just completely do away with it. Do away with the format that we've had uh, over the last few films. Go back to just having standalone adventures. I would just say standalone adventures anyway. But unfortunately, we know we're not going to have that, so I'm trying to make the best of, of uh, what's good. And also, I'd like Bond 25 to be much better than Spectre. As well, that really didn't sit well with me on further uh, further reviews. I actually really liked it when I first watched it, but uh, on this occasion, uh, oh, no, definitely not. So anyway, I hope uh, you have a very happy Christmas, you and your listeners, guys, and uh, do join us in the new year. You can find us uh, on all your good podcatchers, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, you can also email us at podcastersroyale at gmail.com and find us at podroyale007 and on Facebook. Just search Podcasters Royale. Right, have a very Merry Christmas, chaps. I will be raising dry vodka martini, shaken, not stirred, of course. 
to you and I look forward to listening in in the new year. Greetings to all the listeners of the James Bond Complex. This is Terry from the Odd Job Pod. Uh, Merry Christmas and season's greetings to you all. Um, So, what would I like Bond-related under my Christmas tree? It's a bit on the large size uh, and my Christmas tree is quite small, but uh, Masons and Sons have recreated that gorgeous hacking jacket worn by Sean Connery in Goldfinger. Um, there's no way I'd be able to carry it off with the same panache as he, but I'd, I'd certainly love to give it a try. Um, uh, failing that, uh, uh, a model of a, a Aston Martin DB5 would be just perfect. Hopes for the world of James Bond in 2019. Well, to be honest, I'm just pleased that there's another film underway, and I hope that it's a smooth production. I just hope things go well and it's it's trouble free i also hope that there'll be an announcement about a new bond novel as well uh whether or not it's horowitz or whether or not it's someone new um i really enjoy the new bond novels as they've come out and i hope we get another one of those uh hopes for bond 25 well um i have quite strong feelings about this i i I think that uh bond audiences in fact audiences in general are ready for a standalone cracking james bond adventure where he puts his skills against an old school master villain bent on world domination. We live in a world where celebrity tycoons get elected as presidents and super capitalists can afford to send rockets into space. And I think an ideologically driven super rich Bond villain bent on reshaping humanity to their will is perfectly relatable to modern audiences in a way that perhaps in the last decade and in the 90s uh, they probably weren't. So uh, let, let's, let's see a traditional James Bond adventure come back. That's, that's my hopes for them. Anyway, um, all the best to you once again. Season's greetings. And uh, carry on with the great podcast, guys. Uh, check out Odd Job Pod uh, if you want to listen to more great James Bond podcasts. Cheers. Hey, everyone. Griffin and Brody here from the Words Are Not Enough James Bond podcast. Thank you to everyone over at the James Bond Complex for having us on this special episode, giving our Bond Christmas wish lists, what we want out of the world of Bond in 2019, and what we as fans hope to get out of Bond 25. So without further ado, let's get into this. Brody, what is on your uh, James Bond Christmas wish list? Well, uh, I mean, aside from like an Omega Seamaster, I would love to get (laughs) a, a... the world is not enough. Uh, expanded soundtrack that was just released about a month ago. Uh, I was uh, yes. busy at the time, so I didn't really pick up my copy. But I would just, I would love to get that um, because I'm a big fan of that soundtrack. And you will accept nothing less than a signed copy from David Arnold himself. Is nothing that right? less, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he should be hand delivering it at this point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> it's only fair. It's only fair. I'm being reasonable. I'm not expecting too much. But, I mean, if someone wanted to give me, like, a flight to London to go to the Secret Cinema for Casino Royale, I would not turn that down either. Um, Yeah, I I hear you're taking donations. I am, yes. I've set up a GoFundMe, so uh, just feel free to link that in the description. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Well, as for myself, I mean, I've had my eye on the uh, the Lego Aston Martin for Mm. a while now. Basically, ever since they... um, 
announced it. I, I've seen pictures of it everywhere, and just like I feel like they really nailed the look of the car, and it just oh, it's it looks so awesome. And as a fan of Bond, I've wanted a Lego set uh, from the series for a long time. My only complaint mm-hmm. is that there is no James Bond minifigure. Yeah. That is inexcusable, and I hope that eventually we get it, and that it, when we do get it, it is uh, Sean Connery from Goldfinger. There you go. That's your wish for Bond in 2019. Yes, it is. And speaking of what we want out of Bond in 2019, perfect segue there uh, into uh, what, what what we want out of Bond into 2019. <laughs> uh, who what do you? Of course, Brody. What do you want out of Bond in 2019? Uh, I pretty much just want Bond 25 news and content. Uh, and this is more of like an inevitability than a wish. But I am just so excited to just hear like casting news who's doing the song, what the song is going to be. I just want all of that. Uh, I love getting hyped for a Bond movie, and I just think that's going to put me in the right mindset to go see it in uh, February. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's all part of the experience. Exactly, you know? yeah. I love all the speculation as well. I'm just really excited for people to be excited about Bond again, you know? Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Uh, as for myself, I just want a, a confirmation that David Arnold is coming back to mm. score Bond 25 because, um, you know, he's... One of the greatest Bond composers that we've ever gotten. And I, I really have enjoyed his work on the Craig films, first two Craig films, and I, I've missed him a lot in Skyfall Inspectors. So hopefully for Craig's final outing, they bring him back and it helps him go out with a bang. And speaking of all things Bond 25, that's the perfect segue into what we want out of Bond 25. So Brody, once again, I'm going to defer to you. What do you want out of uh, Daniel Craig's final outing? I mean, I, I, I just want... Little things, I think. I'm, I'm not going to go in with the highest expectations. I just want to be surprised. But if I could pick and choose a couple little things, uh, I would love to see uh, Felix Leiter return as played by Jeffrey Wright. I think he mm-hmm. was phenomenal. And I think he had really good chemistry with Daniel Craig. So I just, it'd be nice to bring him back because we've been establishing sort of Bond's, uh, you know, allies in the last couple films. And I think he's the last one that needs to really be locked into place. Um, other than that, speaking of other returning characters, I know this might be controversial with some people based on Spectre, but I would love to see Blofeld return. Uh, I feel like that thread was left hanging at the end of that film, uh, intentionally so, and it would be a shame to just sort of ignore it and move on. I want something conclusive. We've, we've got some promising hints that this may be happening with Madeline coming back, but I would just, I just really want to see that happen and sort of tie Craig's tenure up in a nice little bow. Yeah, and speaking of Craig, uh, Craig and tying up his tenure, I just want, for, for me personally, I just want Craig to have the best final outing that a Bond actor has ever had. He's my favorite actor to have played the character. I've thoroughly enjoyed what he's done with the character in his tenure. And he's going out on his own terms, so if he's going to go out on his own terms, I want him to go out on a high note. Hopefully that happens, and I think we're all really hoping that happens as well. So there you go. That's it. That's our Bond Christmas wish list, what we want out of the world of Bond in 2019, and what we want out of Bond 25 as a whole. Thank you to everyone over at the James Bond Complex for allowing us to do this. If you guys are interested, you can check out our podcast, The Words Are Not Enough, wherever you download podcasts from, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, you name it. And then you can also hit us up on Twitter at TwainPod. And until next time, see you later.
Hello to the cool cats at the James Bond Complex. This is Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist from On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast and our show called Rookie Agents, where we take some folks who have not seen James Bond movies through the entire series. Unfortunately, the fellas couldn't be with me today. In fact, I think I'm running a little late. Hopefully I made this in time, but I wanted to answer some of the questions that you sent us here at On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. So here we go, James Bond Complex folks. First question says, as James Bond fans, what Christmas present would you love to find under the Christmas tree or elsewhere on the morning of the 25th? Oh, man. I think my immediate response would probably be two gypsy girls that need a fight settled. But that's just me. What are your hopes for the world of Bond in 2019? Well, I gotta tell you, one of my favorite things about Bond in 2018 was the super cool Aston Martin DB5 made by Lego. And I think it'd be really great if they pushed that license further with Lego and did more Bond sets. I would be pretty thrilled about that. And finally, what are your wishes for Bond 25? Well, my wishes are pretty simple. I just want it to be fun. Perhaps maybe get away from the universe that's been built around Craig and kind of let him do a one and done fun Bond film. But you know what? I'm just glad that we've got one coming our way and I will just see when it gets here. So once again, Jared Albrecht, the Yard Sale Artist from On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast and our show Rookie Agents. And once again, sorry the other guys couldn't be here, but you got me. It's something. We'll catch you guys later. James Bond Complex. Thank you for having me again, you guys. And here is for the Christmas specials. First question is, what Christmas present do I want to find under my Christmas tree this year? The first Christmas present I would love to have is to have all my student loans paid off. <laughs> Second present I would love to have is a manual transmission wagon that I could use for off-road rallying. And the third and most realistic present that's going to happen is me relaxing in a foreign city somewhere and just t have, spending the time to reflect on this year, on the hardships, all the triumphs, what worked, what didn't work, and hopefully to make 2019 even a better year. Second question, what are my hopes for the world of Bond in 2019? Well, first off, is pre-production is going ahead. I would love to see Bond twenty-five, the untitled Bond twenty-five film, making great progress. So far, it seems like we've been having a lot of great announcements come from Kerry Fukunaga, and I would like to see more cast, great casting additions added for the twenty-fifth Bond film and potentially Daniel Craig's final film. We shall see. I'll elaborate more on the next question. But furthermore, with the success of the Lego Aston Martin DB5, which I purchased, and it took two days to build the full thing, I would love to see, maybe not as big, maybe not to the same size, but I would love to see Lego come out with the Lego Lotus Esprit for their uh, main production toy line. I have seen many Kickstarter campaigns that have pushed for the Lotus Esprit 
Legos, but at a much smaller scale. But if that gets produced at a at a mass wide scale, I would love to see that happen. As I've mentioned before, that the Spy Who Loved Me is one of my favorite bomb films of all time, and is my first bomb film I ever watched, and one of the first films I've seen. The third thing I would like to see for the world of Bond is this is a as you all know, I travel quite a lot. You can follow me on my Instagram account, JASXON88. And hopefully I can visit the 007 elements in Solden, Austria. I will be leaving for Austria on Saturday, actually, but to Vienna, not Solden. And we will see uh, and whether I visit there in 2019 or 2020. We shall see as I have five or six trips that I have listed out and I'll have to narrow down to two of those as I will be making two foreign trips next year. My favorite question of this blog is what do I want to see in Bond 25? Well, based on all the announcements that Kerry Fukunaga and various magazines, reliable sources and tabloids have come out with, I would love to see Norway used as a location having spent my summer there this summer, this past summer. Although I do not want to see Preka stolen in Bond 25 as that was already used in Mission Impossible Fallout. I was, in, I was thrilled when I saw it in that movie, but, and I love Mission Impossible Fallout, but I do not want to see Bond follow a carbon copy of that movie. As much as I love it, I want Bond to be unique in itself. I would like to see maybe some of the Middle East and the Balkans used as a location, as I love the Balkans, I love Bosnia, I love Montenegro and Croatia. I would like to see more of that country in the Bond films, per se, as we as they've explored the former Yugoslavia and from Russia with love. But now that they've been divided since then, I'd love to see um, some of the Balkan countries in depth in the films. And on the casting call, for the t- we got two female actresses or two female characters listed out as one as a femf- mysterious femme fatale, the other as an MI6 agent. Regardless, I would love to see Vanessa Kirby casted in one of those one of those two roles. I loved her brief but strong role in Mission Impossible Fallout, but as many of you know, I love her as Princess Margaret in The Crown. And I may be the only straight guy that watches that show by myself, but it's okay because I... Because Vanessa Kirby is an angel. At the time of this recording, I am speaking at on December twelfth at ten a.m. Eastern time, and I would love. It seems that based on today's news, that Theresa, um, the British Parliament, may vote on a vote of lack of confidence against Theresa May. So once she's, if she is out of the job, she will be looking. Once she is ousted as prime minister, she will be looking for a new job. So I would love to see her be casted as the next Bond villain after what she's already, after all the damage and havoc she's caused to the Great Britain. She, uh, she has caused more damage than Goldfinger or Trevelyan could ever have dreamed of. So I think she would be perfectly cast as a Bond villain. Very realistic too, and definitely uh, reflecting the major global threats to the world, the world's stability, and definitely Britain's stability today. And while we're on that, we should have Boris Johnson as one of his hen- as one of our henchmen. And finally, as many of you guys know, I am a vehicle test engineer as a professional, and that is my main profession. I would love to see a gritty car chase for Dan- for Bond Twenty Five to 
and Daniel Craig's final tenure as 007. And by a gritty car chase, um, I'd love to see an Aston, the Aston Martin DB5, which he recovers at the end of Spectre, used, using all its ga- uh, gadget-laden weapons against his henchmen. And by gritty car chase, I want something in the style of either Ronin or the BMW M5 chase in Mission Impossible Fallout. Something that's very realistic, relies on manual transmissions, um, driving through the streets of whichever city that they'll be filming in. And because I know that the DB5 can be used very, uh, can be utilized very well if coordinated very properly. And that sums about it. And I hope everyone has a happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And at the time of this recording, recording I'm about to get on a flight to Budapest, Hungary. And from there, I'll go to Austria, and it make myself way makes myself way onto Israel and Palestine, and potentially Cyprus and Jordan as well. You guys can follow me. Make sure you follow James Bond Complex. Edgar and Matthew are great reviewers, and see. Uh, I hope to talk with you guys soon. Wow, that was interesting. That was, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun receiving those messages, listening to them. There was some clever, uh, I, at this point, I, I don't remember like who necessarily said what, but I remember there were some pretty, pretty clever uh, responses in there. A lot of comic book fans, there's some comic book fans in there and some Bond novel fans in there. So, yeah, it was it, we. It was fun hearing those, uh, those different was, points honestly, of view. Honestly, it was a shot in the dark when we, uh, we made that... that uh, uh, request we uh, when we 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 asked people if if they wanted to participate i didn't know if you, we could be getting like 10,000 answers like we nobody like, could mm. have answered like we could have got no one yeah no there have been no one so uh, so i'm glad that uh, if people answered i mean we we uh we have peop- literally people everywhere we have people everywhere <laughs> that was interesting that was fun it was a lot of fun and again many many thanks to the people that that did and even if you didn't we're still wishing you a merry I christmas mean, uh, there's always next year also everybody's busy so yeah, it's, fine. it's all right man uh we well we we've heard from some of those people that we have everywhere but we still have we we have people everywhere <laughs> so we are everywhere we're on uh well, we have a Tumblr slash website, which is www.thejamesbondcomplex.com. I don't know why I couldn't remember that for a moment. Uh, search for our Facebook page. Just search for The James Bond Complex. We're on Twitter, at The Bond Complex. If you have a bit of a artistic and a photographic side of your personality, visit us on Instagram. Search for at The James Bond Complex. Um, I, I implore that you visit the Google Store. Google, can you Google that? Because I can Google that. <laughs> The James Bond Complex. Listen to us on Play Kick Play. And, of course, there's always iTunes. Search for the James Bond Complex. Click the subscribe button. Uh, take a few moments to write some kind words or not-so-kind words. It's a free and democratic society. And uh, please, uh, by all means, uh, feel generous in this holiday season. Give us a glowing uh, five-star Golden Gun review. Uh, I'm on Twitter at double pop. That's the word double underscore O-H underscore pop. I'm at Matt Auclair, Matt with two T's. Don't you ever forget it. And uh, just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond Complex in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) 
on that note, uh, Joyeux Noël, bonne année. Thank you so much for the listeners. Ouais, joyeux. Joyeux temps des fêtes. Happy, hey, ha- happy holidays. <laughs> ouais, joyeux temps des fêtes. Uh, bonne année et uh, paix et bonheur aux hommes et aux femmes de bonne volonté. On se voit l'année prochaine. On se voit l'année Christmas only comes once a year.